It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everybody, and a happy Wednesday to you all. I guess I do that a little bit and just say when I'm actually recording it, but it could be a good afternoon or a good evening to everybody. This is the Against the Grain podcast for the Sanderson Farms Championship. An important one this week, I guess. An important one every week, but on weeks where the field is a little bit weaker, we know where the chalk is going to be, finding those lone pivots are clutch and key to help differentiating your lineup and providing the most leverage against the field. So this week, we're going to dive in uh, a little bit. At, well, before we dive into this week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go over quickly the winning GPP lineup from the previous week, and it was littered with pretty much all low-owned guys. In fact, the total ownership of the lineup was 52%. Crazy, 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 crazy. The lineup consisted of Hudson Swafford, obviously the winner, Scott Brown, Mackenzie Hughes, Adam Long, so pretty much... No and zing zoom zang. So pretty much no chalk or I shouldn't say no chalk over twenty percent. Didn't have Sam Burns, didn't have Will Zalatoris, didn't have a couple of Will Gordon, a couple of the other high owned guys. Just a really interesting lineup. Uh and of course we talk about this in the Against the Grain article. Uh of course if you guys haven't checked that out, that's free each and every week where I break it down into three price sections. And here, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk a little bit about it. Uh, and of course, if you want to know how I'm using these plays or exactly what golfers I'm choosing to play in my lineups because of this, then becoming an Awesome Plus member is the right thing for you. Just $8.95 for the week and $29.99 for the month. That month is going to take you right up to Masters coverage. Masters is the first that first or second week of November. And it's going to take you all the way up to Halloween if you join us for the month. So go ahead and do so. All right, let's start off with the top 10 projected golfers from the Sanderson Farms Championship provided by Osmo.com. Last week, the ownership projections are free and proved to be pretty spot on. So let's talk this week. It's going to be Scotty Scheffler returning to golf after a couple of week uh, absence due to testing positive for COVID-19. He'll come in number one, according to Osmo. Number two, Will Dallatoris. Number three, Sung J.M. 
So with Louis Oosthuizen dropping out for the first time in a very, very long time in a PGA Tour event, we have the top three salaried golfers as the top three owned or projected owned golfers in the slate as well. Not often you see that. After them, looks like Cam Davis coming in at number four. Sam Burns, five. Brian Harmon, six. Siwoo Kim, seven. Doc Redman, eight. Luke List, nine. And Byung Hun An, ten. That means for the first time and also quite a long time. I'd have to do a little bit of digging here to find the exact amount of time. But nobody in the top 10 is under $8,000 in salary. So a, a tough week uh, in terms of trying to find that perfect value. But it does give us plenty of against-the-grain options. So let's go and dig in uh, one more review here for the top 10. Also, Scheffler, Zalatoris, M, Davis, Burns, Harmon, Siwoo Kim, Doc Redman, Luke List and Byung Hun on. Okay, let's start off at the top. The top 10 golfers, uh, as we just mentioned, uh, a lot of them are found in the top 10 owned, as 154% is going to these 10 golfers. Obviously, Scheffler, Im, and Zalatoris are going to be high owned, as well as Burns, Redmond, Harmon, Hun on. The only golfer that I didn't mention, or I should say three, there's three that I didn't mention Sebastian Munoz, Adam Long, and Zach Johnson. So Zach Johnson, I believe, was a, a product of, of good circumstance, a good course fit, and a good tournament history at the United States Open a couple of weeks ago where he had his best PGA Tour finish in who, who, who knows how long, quite some time, at least in terms of uh, FedEx Cup points game. And he has been playing much better. So it's not that I don't like him at 6% owned because there's no reason not to. It's just the price tag for Zach Johnson seems certainly high. Sebastian Munoz, the former champion here, has been playing much better. So surprised to see him. Again, maybe a little price dictating here, but surprised to see him coming in around 10%. Again, Zach Johnson going to certainly come in below 10%. And then Adam Long, who talked at length uh, with uh, one of the golf journalists out there this week about how getting into contention... Uh, on Sunday and having a chance to win and having nothing go your way is a terrible feeling. But hey, I'm sure his bank account, which you know has probably got a couple hundred thousand more dollars in it on Monday than it did on Sunday, is not too upset. But maybe a little bit of a mental toll here uh, put on on Adam Long. Plus, he's played a lot of golf. And it looks like most of the gaming community did not want to play him. Him and Zach Johnson, the two guys that should be under 10% owned this week up top. Let's move on to the second price section where I took the golfers that are priced $9,400 to $7,500. In fact, I think Brian Harmon was still in there and probably shouldn't have been as I kind of included him in both. I'm doubling up on Brian Harmon here. But uh, Cam Davis uh, is going to lead this price section, followed by Denny McCarthy, Patrick Rogers, Luke List. All going to be above 10%. So likely Cam Davis might even sneak above 15%. Patrick Rogers, he came in last week one of the higher-owned golfers on the slate. I suspect he won't be as high-owned as last one, coming in at like 22%, something like that, something crazy. Um, it, it's just there's a little bit of a better feel, a little bit stronger field, so I, I suspect that ownership to come down a little bit. The next batch of golfers, Ches Reavy, Lucas Glover, Corey Connors, and Dylan Fratelli, all certainly in play this week against this field, all going to be around 10%. We had a couple of guys that I suspected to be under 10%, which were going to be Emiliano Grillo and Henrik Stenson. However, Bud Colley withdrawing. He was carrying about 10% ownership, roughly. Grillo and Stenson were carrying about 9 and 8%, roughly, give or take. 
I think they're equally distributed there. So I think Rio and Stenson end up coming in because of the Bud Colley withdrawal, somewhere between 10 and 15% this week. It's a little, it's too bad um, because I think that both Stenson and Rio could have been nice against the green plays, but with five, you know, almost doubling their ownership because Colley withdrew, uh, it certainly makes it not as appealing, but certainly still some appeal there. A couple of lower owned golfers here Tom Lewis. Carlos Ortiz, Sergio Garcia, which Sergio Garcia for his price in this field, and and granted, I know how bad his putting is. Trust me, I've followed it. It's awful. Possibly the worst in the country. The worst, not in the country, the worst in the world right now in terms of professional golf. I mean, there's just nobody as bad as putting as he is right now. Um, I I suspect he'll still in this field. I think he'll get up to 10% this week. Charlie Hoffman probably going to come in that 10% as well. But I definitely suspect Tom Lewis and Carlos Ortiz to be low-owned. And then even lower-owned, if you want to go one more deeper, Charles Schwartzel. He's coming in at 7800 this week. He's going to be about 2% owned. Stuart Sink coming off an incredible win a couple weeks ago. I don't think he'll get above 5%. Rafa Cabrera-Bello, who has popped a couple of times. Not enough for people to roster him 5%. Roy Sabatini around there as well. So still plenty of golfers. Oh, that you can get under 10%. If I had to pick my top owned play, I, I like Tom Lewis's GPP upside. I don't know that he's a core play for me week in and week out or somebody that I'd put in my highest dollar buy-in. Uh, but certainly, um, I think that there's at least enough warrant there to play him in a GPP upside. We saw him come in second place not too long ago at a really important WGC event. So Maybe uh, taking a little bit of that. Uh, since that WGC event, it hasn't been good though, but maybe that's what's going to push ownership back down to those 1% and 2% where he was at the WGC. So you can definitely get a lot of leverage there. All right, let's talk about the last section, 7,500 to 6K, and we still got 107 golfers or so. And believe it or not, the average ownership on them is about 25 to 3%, and that may seem low, uh, but for 100 golfers, uh, especially the 100 lowest price golfers in the slate to have over 200% allocation means there's going to be some ownership here. I think one of the top ones is going to be Adam Shank. Adam Shank has come off of, I think now, seven straight made cuts. Hasn't put together a weekend yet, uh, but seems to be close. Seems like a lot of people want to head that way at least a little bit, somewhere around 10% ownership for him. Last week's winner, Hudson Swafford. He is in the field this week. Might as well try and keep that good form going. I don't expect he'll get over 10%, though. Same with Taylor Gooch, Richie Wierenski, Cam Trincale, all around 7 to 10%. One of the most interesting notes this week, for me at least, uh, that I'm taking a look at is JT Poston. So JT Poston, first round of the U.S. Open shot, an even par, one of the better rounds, was in the top 10 or top 15, I should say, when the day ended. Maybe maybe it was top 20. You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the, you know, in the daily process. I don't remember exactly after the first round. I think even par was in the top. It was at least in the top 25 uh, to end the day one. But what happened was he went to the range trying to work on some things, took divot, and a sand particle or rock particle flew into his eye, scratching his cornea. Went out the next day playing with basically one eye. Couldn't even see out of the other one. and Shot about 15 over. Shot about, I don't know, 85 or 84. Uh, and obviously missed the cut. So here he is a couple weeks later now. And again, he seemed like he was in form there in the first round of the U.S. Open. He was hitting greens. He was putting again. So I'm a little bit perplexed at what to do because certainly if he was in form or similar form to the U.S. Open round one, he's one of the better players in this field. You know, he did win uh, the, the Wyndham last year. Um so, uh, so uh, the Wells Fargo last year. No, Wells Fargo was won by Homa. It was the Wyndham by JT Poston. Apologize. Um, 
so we know he's a he we know he's a solid player and at 7400 7500 in this field certainly would be good but at seven percent ownership with a questionable health uh would love this is where i'd love to have uh some golf journalists be able to have access to him and ask him because i think he would be a good play at seven percent ownership in this field at this golf course where driving accuracy doesn't matter that much uh especially something that he seems to struggle with a bit so okay enough on uh JT Poston there. Let's talk about a couple of guys that I do suspect that are maybe projecting a little bit lower right now, projecting for around 5%, but I think end up coming in a little bit higher. And then, of course, we'll give some of those low-owned pivot plays. A couple of those guys, Johnny Vegas, Mateus Schwab, Kyle Stanley, and Bo Hostler. All of those guys, believe it or not, were over 10% at the Corrales Dominican Republic last week. All of them are significantly cheaper now, maybe I understand the significantly cheaper on Johnny Vegas, who missed the cut. Mateus Schwab, who you know had a good Sunday, shot four under on Sunday, but not a good week overall. He finished outside of the top 50. Kyle Stanley had a decent week, as did Bo Hostler. So maybe um, you know not understanding the huge price drops, I think ownership stays up on them. A couple of other guys that I suspect to be around 5% this week. Tom Hoagie, Brant Snedeker. Brant Snedeker in this field at 6,600. I suspect the namesake will just get him 5%. Brian Stewart, who uh, I should have included him maybe in this first part. He had a bad weekend, but still came inside the top 40, I believe. Huge price decrease, and it looks like ownership is also going to decrease quite a bit. So maybe Brian Stewart in play this week. Nate Lashley had a good Sunday. Shot 7 under there. Got himself into the top 10. Uh, I'm sure he'll be looked at about 5% this week. And Henrik Norlander, who had a great stretch of golf there uh, through right before the playoffs, but has kind of teetered off since then. I suspect, though, in this field that his price will still be around 5% owned. So, okay, let's uh, talk uh, a little bit now about some of the lower-owned plays who I suspect won't get above, maybe maybe won't even get above like 3% this week. Uh, a couple of guys that I like, J.J. Spawn, he had a good week last week. Anruban Lahiri, uh, he is another one here. That should be owned in this 2 to 3% range and coming off a great week with the putter as told or as prophesized by Ben Raza, of course, on our Live Before Lock Show, 8.30 tonight, Eastern Standard Time. We're going to give you another one of those awesome hot takes, another one that's going to get a guy like Anro Bonley here into the top 10. A couple of other guys, Peter Melnati, former champion here. He's 2% owned. I think Wesley Bryan, he's another one where I maybe should have put in the 5% owned category. He's projecting out to be less than 5% owned, but we've seen him in fields like this. Now, granted, he missed the cut last time out. We've seen him in fields like this get a little higher owned. I expect maybe him to be a little bit higher on than 2%. A couple of other guys here. Sam Ryder, he had a decent week last week. 2% owned. Kramer Hickok, he also had a decent week. He's 2% owned. Sahith Thakala coming in off of his best PGA Tour performance. His second straight made cut on the PGA Tour as well. Made the cut at Barracuda and now just made the cut at the Safeway a couple of weeks ago. He'll be about 1% to 2% owned. Chris Kirk. Chris Kirk was the first-round leader for a little while there on Thursday at the Corrales Punta Cana before the score was rechanged to minus one. He ended up missing the cut. He was about 10% owned last week. I suspect not a lot of gamers are going to go back there. A couple of other guys that are going to be around 1% owned that I think should be maybe part of your uh, GPP lineups this week. Ryan Armour, former winner here, $6,400 seems pretty cheap. Zach uh, Scott Brown loves these fall circuit events, uh, has done well in them before. He's going to be about 1% owned. He was in the winning GPP lineup last week, as I mentioned at the top of the show. And then just maybe a few more. Patton Kazire. He's one uh, that I'm definitely keeping an eye on this week. His irons have ticked up quite a bit. 
Had a decent week last week and has a couple of top tens here. So Pat and Desire, 6,900. I don't expect to be more than 1% or 2% owned. A couple of more dart throws here. Robert Streb, 6,600. This is his type of season. Uh, Robert Streb had a decent week last week. All told, came in 21st. And then my last one, Andrew Putnam. Okay, so let's go back to talk about the US Open for a second. He had a decent round in round one. That was coming off of a good week the prior week at the Safeway where he gained with his approaches. Gained strokes, gained on the approach. Gained with his putting, and that's what you want to see out of a guy like Andrew Putnam. That's how he makes his money. Did that at round one on the U.S. Open, but after about six holes in round two, he called it quits. No injury was was reported, nothing like that. So Andrew Putnam, uh, I am definitely a little bit of a sucker at times for him. Uh, But nonetheless, uh, coming in probably less than 1% owned. Hank Lebiota, who I mentioned a couple of times in the Strokes Gained article this week, uh, has uh, performed well in a couple of those categories. Uh, he also coming in at less than 1%. A couple of other guys, Kevin Chappell also there. DJ Trahan, a couple of top 10s. He'll be really low-owned, as will Kevin Tway and Bill Haas, as long, along with Jamie Lovemark. So a lot of guys there that will be low-owned and good pivot plays. So if you do end up wanting to play Sung J.M., Will Zalatoris, or Scotty Scheffler, or two of them in the same lineup, certainly there's going to be plenty of options for you to differentiate down below. But hopefully, if you don't want to differentiate down below and you'd like to play the chalk of, say, Mark Hubbard or, uh, you know, even a Kyle Stanley or something like that, uh, I've given you at least enough options up top to choose from, and hopefully you'll like one of those. So that will do it for the third and final edition of the Osmo Golf Weekly Podcast Series. This one is the Against the Grain Pod. We're at about 16 minutes, so total this week, just about 49 minutes, so shy of 50. My goal each and every week, trying to get you guys the most important information in under an hour for the week in three different formats, of course. You want to just talk, you you don't care about ownership, you want to play the best plays, the Fit in the Forum podcast is for you. You want to find out who is coming in hot or not, Opening Tea podcast is for you. Now, if you're a gamer, care less about golf, you care less about JJ Spawn strokes gained on the approaches over the last 10 events, then this one, the Against the Grain pod, is for you, where I talk specifically about ownership for the DraftKings slate. Uh, Of course, if you're interested in FanDuel ownership, we, of course, offer that over here at OsmoPlus.com as well. <clears throat> but the more corollary to uh, DraftKings, it's just the higher-priced guys are even more owned uh, in a field like this because uh, the salary structure on FanDuel is a lot easier to fit in one or two or even three of those guys. So uh, take a look there. So thanks, everybody, for coming by and joining the Against the Grain pod. Uh, of course, we've got a couple of more Wednesday content coming up for you, like my model breakdown, my three-ball betting video, and, of course, we wrap it all up with the Live Before Lock show tonight. So we will see you all then and see you all on the other side. Thanks for coming. Cheers. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.